Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Previously on Dragon's Dream of Scorched Sheep, we ended the season, and these people that you're going to hear tonight weren't involved because we're doing a very special listener one-shot. Join me, Gadget, as I take four brand new people to the podcast through a little one-shot adventure into a dungeon to see what happens. Welcome to Dragon's Dream of Scorched Sheep. <clears throat> Hello everyone, and yes, from the intro, as you gathered, this is a very special bonus episode before we start Season 2. My name's Gadget, and I'll be your DM, and I'm going to introduce you to four very, very special, brand new people. People who knew how to email me to ask if they could play the game. So we are going to start off going around to introduce everybody. Uh, Let us start with Robotic Monkey. Introduce who you are and who your character is. Uh, hello, uh, my character is Leo Lumen Bailey, a half-elf rogue. Uh, what else do I need to explain? <laughs> what he's wearing, what he looks like, any just random character motivations, oh, okay. anything like that. So, and in fact, in fact, while we're doing this, because I forgot to mention, I'm going to share my screen because our lovely, lovely candy machine has done art of you all. Oh. So, uh, so as, as you can describe your characters, we, the listeners, uh, no, we, the players, rather, can see them. You, the listeners, can't see them. If you're a patron, though, you'll get all this artwork. So, lovely. Leo Lumen Bailey looks like this. Oh, I look lovely. Oh, he's fit. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. describe a little bit about Leo Lumen for me. Yeah, average build, quite slim, uh, you know, Elf, elfish looks. So uh, you know, as as has been pointed out by everybody, quite the looker, uh, charming as I can be all the time, and uh, yeah, I like to steal things. <laughs> Ooh, he's a thief. Excellent. Uh, we're going to move down to um, the modern escapism D and D rules lawyer that is Smashes Clay. Good evening. Um, tonight I'll be playing Mortimer Tillery. Mortimer is a human male in his early 70s, a third-generation smuggler. Um, yeah, he will steal anything that isn't nailed down and most things that are along with the nails. 
Excellent. I'm starting to see a pattern here. Uh, we are then going to go down to Mordane. Hello. Uh, I'm playing Mossy Lagoon, the water Janassi druid. Uh, green hair and mutton chops and handlebar moustache. Uh, decided that uh, he needs to take, send a bit of money home. So things are being done that he wouldn't normally have done when he was younger, but he's being a bit more flexible now. So you mean he's got a stable job? Well, it looks like it now. <laughs> and last up, we have Super Natty Cat. Who are Hello. you playing? So I'm playing Lady Scarlet Softpaws the third. I'm the only daughter to the King Queen Softpaws, but uh, they were too busy with their own lives. So I was brought up by a very wicked nanny who then um, wasn't very nice to me. So as um, years went by, I became to hate my parents and then they both died. And then I escaped the, uh, the kingdom um, as it was taken over um, and started being just a bit of a badass, really. Um, not really obeying any rules, um, making money, not really in a nasty way, um, just trying to get by. Um, I always have a trusty cigarette in my hand. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just a wheeler dealer kind of gal, but I don't have any money. I just pretend that I do. Oh. And I drink lots of wine. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. So yes, uh, if you're patrons, we, we'll provide you with, with the artwork of these characters. Um, this story is going to take place shortly after the season finale for Do Dragons Dream of Score Cheap. So if you haven't listened to that, go and listen to it because I'm going to spoil something that happens at the end of it right now. So this story takes place about a week after uh, the ending of Do Dragons Dream of Score Cheap episode 15 in that um, Minerva, Peric- Minerva Periculum the second part of the Triumvirate, an aid to Dane Ashglade, got her hands on the heart of Horius, an incredibly powerful uh, magical focus, arcane focus. And she used that in a fit of madness and power and passion to destroy Movis. And the the main party, they got away from it. But a week later, four carriages turn up as the Triumvirate have started the cleanup effort in Movis. Four separate, you all find yourselves each in different carriages approaching the centre of Movis at the same time. So you will all be arriving kind of roughly here at the, at the, at the edge of the market towards where the palace is. Now, normally at any given time, this is a vibrant, very rich part of the city raised up from the slums down below. But now it's a wreck. There are huge cut burn marks throughout it. Most of the buildings have been destroyed. Each of you steps out of your uh, your respective carriages and you look up and you see this shattered palace, this enormous palace that was once this glorious white marble creation, this kind of avarice and uh, grandeur that Sidro Goodson had put together, now just left to ruin, utterly destroyed. There are uh, triumvirate soldiers and crowns guard kind of milling about back and forth, like cleaning up, picking up, uh, picking up debris. Uh, you've got kind of some people who have just made their way up from what's left of the slums to come in to see if there's anything to steal. They're getting kind of shooed away by soldiers. And it's a generally quite awful and depressing scene. Do any of you have any thoughts as you appear this as you appear here? Someone's had a bit of a party, haven't he? 
as Mossy shares that singular thought, you all kind of are ushered forward by by other guards and soldiers going, come on, come on, come on, we need you up, we need you up. And you're kind of pushed and cajoled for, uh, t- towards the front where from a distance across the courtyard, you see you see Dane Ashglade um, marching back and forth, bellowing orders at commanders. And you can see people around him are all terrified. Um, but before you kind of get anywhere near him or anywhere near his kind of, shall we say, difficult vibe, uh, one of the, one of the commanders kind of uh, hey, 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 and then he kind of pops towards you and he's a, he's a, he's a he's a dwarf he's wearing sturdy red armor and you can tell he's one of the commanders because he's wearing a helmet with the most enormous plumage coming off the top of it it's bigger than he is and he comes over well 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 are you, are you the new four are you yeah yes that, that'd be us yes darling I love your plumage step in line. Exactly. He looks up at you, Mortimer, and he says, yeah, anything you'd want to say? I'm a professional. I'm here with a job. What would you like me to say? Hello, normally starts. Not much of a one for pleasantries. So, what is it? Excellent. I like you. Uh, <laughs> he kind of he marches back and forth. Right, well, you four have been brought here on probation, and we have got a job for you to do. We need you to head down into Sidro Goodson's archives. See, that fucking horrible bastard was destroyed when Minerva blew up the rest of this place. So, as far as we're concerned, all the all the weird shit that he's got down in there is ours for the taking. And more precisely, Dane Ashglade's for the taking. And we've had to get here quickly to stop the locals from looting it. So that's what you four have been brought here for. Sounds good. We've got some priority looting. Oh yes, priority looting. That's exactly what we need you to do. Is there anything in particular we're looking for? I'm glad you asked. I like you. What's your name? Bailey. Excellent, Bailey. Top, top, top of the class you are. And he reaches into his armor, kind of roughly, and he pulls out a little scroll and comes up and says, "Amongst other things, there are four things that we're looking for, or that the boss wants." As he kind of points over his shoulder, you see that um, Dan Ashglade's currently just holding a guard by by the lapel and just slapping across his face. He's clearly upset with something he's found. He says, right, take note of this. We're looking for a magical key that can open untold lumbers of locks, the Ring of Winter, which apparently makes I have sense. a question. Should yeah. I be writing any of this down? Is that a question for the character or for me? Both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll keep you going. Yes, you should be fucking writing it down. Okay, I'm sorry. So, so he repeats it. Magical key. The Ring of Winter. It's legendary. It's supposed to be here somewhere. Or at least this was last seen here. There are several parts of the Rod of Seven Parts. If you know about this thing, it's incredibly powerful. If you find any number of the bits of it, don't put them together. Need to be a very expert use of use of uh, magical items to use that one. The last thing I think the boss particularly wants this one because he said if we don't get it, I'm going on the spike. It says a golden phylactery. A golden what now? Phylactery. Is it worth a lot? Priceless, it would seem. If you're not aware, a phylactery is um, something a lich uses to 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 hold a soul. So they can't die. Because he can't die exactly. 
Mortimer looks up from a small leather-bound notebook he's been making careful notes in with a pencil. How many parts of the rod of seven parts? We know of at least three parts are here. Might be more. If you can get three, that's great. Um, and he kind of looks over it. Any questions? If we find anything else, is that fair game? Sure. Sounds perfect. Um, I have a question. Are we getting paid? Mm. Now you see, that's the difficult thing because you're all on probation. So we could just keep with your normal salary. We could kill you right here. Or you could go back to jail. I'll take the normal salary. Thought you would. And he, t- he, he turns around and he goes, right, come on, come on, come on. And he starts ushering you towards the entrance to the Broken Palace. Come on in, guys. Let's follow him. Let's see if we can find something interesting. So as you walk into the palace, um, the way the palace is laid out, it was a large square building which had um, a kind of entrance hall that was jutting off the front of it. So you would walk through the entrance hall, through a narrow hallway, and then into the large square of palace. Um, he leads you into the entrance hall, and uh, on roll 20, we'll change the map over, and you see that this once grand room is utterly smashed in. At some point, one of the uh, fire beams that Minerva was firing has cut straight through from left, uh, from south, uh, southwest to northeast, cut straight through the building. Um, does Can everyone make me a perception roll, please? 11. What do I do? What do I? What do I do? So on the D D Beyond app, go go into your skills. Skills. Yes, and just tap on and tap on perception. Skills. Uh, I've rolled a seventeen. Seventeen. Which dice do I roll? The D twenty. So it's the that one. I told you I haven't done this before. It's fine. It's fine. Virgin. It's fine. The Icasa. Time in my life. The Icasa I have rolled an 11. 11? Mossy, what did you get? Mm-hmm. Mossy got a 16. Uh, Mortimer? 11. 11. So, uh, Leo and Mossy, you both um, you both recognise this place, or at least you've heard of this place before, and as you kind of look up, you notice that there should have been two dragon skeletons hanging from this ceiling. And as you kind of look down, you can see, no, they're just all over the place. So Sidro Goodson is part of his collection. And one of his prized parts of the very of the public bit of the collection he used to show was the um he had two perfectly preserved dragon skeletons, which he had hung from the ceiling of his entrance hall for for guests and royalty to walk under to show off how wealthy he was and how impressive a man he was, clearly. Um but as the laser as the beam had kind of cut through everything, they have been dropped to the ground, they have been shattered, a chandelier has landed on top of them. There is glass and there is bone and there is detritus everywhere as you walk in. Are there any uh teeth left in the dragon skulls? Uh ooh, roll me an investigation check. Investigation. That would be an eleven. An eleven. You find a tooth just lying on the ground. You don't you don't get close enough to the head of one of them to really investigate, but you find one's clearly broken off as it's fallen to the ground. Right, I'll uh, hold on to that. I know some people who might make good use of a nice dragon's tooth. So he leads you um, past the wreckage, kind of towards the, the north of the building, heading up. And 
over in the kind of the back corner, there is a statue that has been moved out of the way. A statue that I forgot to put into the map, so you'll imagine that it's there. But a statue that um, that was supposed to be there. And the statue was just of of a nondescript godlike creature, not one any of you happen to recognise. Just something that just looked fabulous that he had there. But as it's been pulled out the way, um, a trapdoor has been found underneath. Um, and as you kind of um, peer over the top of it, Dane Ashclade walks in behind you. What have you found? What have you found, everybody? Nothing. There's nothing here. Nothing at all that I can see. And he just kind of brushes past you, Scarlet, as he he kind of walks towards the back corner where kind of men are uh, uh, pulling the statue out of the way and he kind of peers over the top of this trapdoor. Well, so this is where you keep your private collection, is it, Cedro? He looks back at you. You four, you four, you four. You are, are you the ones here to, to do do the investigation? Yes, that's us. How can we help? Okay. That's very simple. We need you to go down there. Sidro was a very tricksy man. We've got men trying to break through all this rubble here, trying to get through to the main building. And we know there are a great trove of treasures. We know there are a great trove of treasures in there. Say that quickly. I've been here before. I've seen it. I got my eye on quite a lot of things here that can they can really push the push the, oh, the triumvirate forwards, but down here, I don't know what's down here, which is where you four lucky, lucky people come in. You're going to go down there, and you're going to investigate for me. Is that clear? Understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I, I understand, yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, you should be aware, Sidra was a very paranoid man, so you may expect some resistance down here be it through mechanical or magical nature. I'm not quite... We're not quite sure what he was capable of. Kept his cards very close to his chest. He would show off a lot, but he kept a lot back. I mean, we only just discovered in another building that he had a live dragon. I I thought they were all deceased. Well, it was a live dragon anyway. It's got a massive hole in it. God knows how that happened. Is that... Is it... Are there any more questions? I'm very busy here. We need to to get going. Uh, No, that should cover everything. I, I think we understand, yeah. It's fabulous, darling. And he looks at you again, Scarlet goes, he kind of walks off. So, what do you want to do from here? Do you want to go down to the hall or do you want to investigate any further? Uh, do you mind if I have a look around the room uh, just to see if I notice anything sort of out of place or, you know, being being the light-fingered person, if there's anything pocket-sized that I could make disappear? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Roll me um, an investigation check. While he's uh, doing that, Mortimer will go and inspect the statue. That's a nine. That's a nine. No, you don't find anything, Leo. Okay. And Mortimer, an investigation check. That's a fifteen. Fifteen. You look at the statue and you kind of you put your hand on it, and it, it feels cold to the touch. But then you just push slightly, and it cracks. And you go, oh, this is a forgery. A rather cheap one at that. Which is why you, none of you can recognise which deity it happens to be. It's just a Fancy-looking statue. It's as if he went to TK Maxx and just bought a statue for the garden. I would have thought he would have gone for the real thing, considering he shows off so much. <laughs> so, can I, can I do something? Yes, absolutely. What would you like to do? So, as that bloke is just walking off, yeah. can I maybe go over to him, tell a very sob story about my ex-husband that's just died? I killed him. But my ex-husband has just died. Can I, um, as I'm telling him a sob story, can I maybe try and pick his pocket? Okay. Ooh, you're getting advanced here. Right, okay. So you're going to have to tell this story. 
Um, and you're going to you're you're going to need to roll me first of all a performance check. Oh, right. That? So performance. Okay, so, so, so through the yeah. d twenty. Yep. Yeah. I've got a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, and then roll me a sleight of hand check. Oh no, I don't think I'm very. I really hope you are good at that. You're a thief. <laughs> Look, I see something. Actually, no, you're a sor- you're, you're a sorceress, so that's fine. Okay. I've rolled a twenty. Oh, ooh, ooh, very nice. So, and my sleight of hand is a plus three. Oh, so twenty-three. Okay, so um, Dane Ashglade is is about to get to the door, and you kind of totter over to him and get his attention. Um, what is the story that you tell? He turns around, and looks at you. What? What? What is it? Marlin. Yes. I just bought some new heels. My husband died. He died because he fell down a cliff. And I'm very sorry to hear that. Thank you. That means a lot. So he died. He left me some money and he said, darling, if you're going to do anything with this money, you're going to buy some shoes. So I bought these shoes. And I believe personally that the soul of my husband is in these shoes. So I don't really want to go down the hole. But if you would be so kind, could you escort me? out of the building and we can go and we can just have some wine somewhere. And he, t- he turns to you and looks as, no, you're here to do a job, but I, my sympathies are with you. And he kind of reaches into his pocket and he kind of hands you a gold piece and goes, here, just take this, buy some wine when you're finished. Leave me alone. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I will leave you alone. And your empathy means a lot to me. And you, from your pickpocketing... And I'm just going to roll a random loot on here. Um, you managed to get an ornate gold ring etched with silver with four gold pieces. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's a good start. That's the closest anyone's got to Dane Ashglade instantly in this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Does Mortimer notice her picking his pocket? Roll perception for me. That is a 16. 16. Yeah, you notice it. Mortimer waits for her to come back and sort of very gently puts a sort of fatherly hand on her shoulder. Just sort of slightly lean on her. His back is hurting her. Leans in and uh, just very quietly says to her, My dear, my dear, when working as a professional, it's best not to pick the pocket of the man with all the armed guards. Just, Just be careful. Darling, I'm a professional. I've done this before. He wasn't my first husband. He was my seventh. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Mortimer smiles, nods to himself, and resolves to keep an eye on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wise move, Mortimer. It's a wise move. So you climb into the... Um, you climb down the hatch, and there, are, there, there is a ladder that goes down. It's seen better days, but you know what? It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, you walk down a small corridor with kind of damp, slightly mossy walls, um, and you find yourself in a circular room. I don't do well with mossy floors. Someone's going to have to carry me. <laughs> What's wrong with a nice bit of moss? Nature's carpet. Yeah, but you're gonna say that, aren't you? You're just covered in moss. I, I like a bit of moss. 
being as I'm Marcy. <laughs> right, and so if you head over to roll 20, you will see yourself in a round in a circular room at the beginning of the dungeon. So, when you walk into this room, you see that there are eight um, lanterns on. It's a perfectly circular room at the far end from you as you walk in. There is a door, and in front of you there are two statues. Um, Have a look. See what you can find. As soon as we enter the room, Mortimer holds a hand out towards the group. Very slowly and carefully, with one hand on his knee, tries to crouch down sort of manages it with some creaking and cracking noises and starts looking very carefully at all the flagstones in front of him, looking for anything that looks like it will move or any tripwires or other traps he can spot. Okay, roll me a perception check. 16 plus... So, 19. You are entirely confident in the floor here. There is nothing that is likely to move. Can I take one of my high-heeled shoes off? and throw it at one of the statues as hard as I can. Sure. Go See first. if it does anything. Um, roll, roll, so roll your d20. We're going to roll an attack roll here. So um, we'll take this as just... Well, equi- yeah, equivalent, equivalent of an unarmed strike, so it's, it'd be 11 plus 1. Oh, okay. So 12. 12. Okay, so you you, th- you throw you throw the high heel. Um, do you want to pick a statue? There's two of them. There's one... They're basically both the two two creatures looking at each other. Um, I'll take the the one that looks the most nasty, aggressive one. Okay, so that would be the most northerly one. So you you throw that and it bounces off harmlessly and lands on the floor next to you again. Okay. And I put the shoe back on because my deceased husband's soul is in it. Could Actually. I step up to the statues and have a look and see if there's anything that I notice about them that uh, I don't know might look suspicious. Right, okay. Yeah, sure. So uh, if you go up to them, and I'll give you this one without a perception check, but it is a statue of um, a Medusa and a human. Uh, the human is holding a key in his hand. The key is made of stone. Now, did he say what sort of key we had to look for? Or no, was it just, just a key? He just said a key. There was no more information than that, was there? Um. Is the key what was the key heavy? Did he say it was a big key? He said it was a magical key that could open many locks. Uh, why it doesn't really uh, seem like that would be a stone key. Should we try picking it up? Well, there's no arm in it, is there? Okay. You go ahead, darling. You you have a key. Well you before I pick it up, can I have a look around the key to see if it looks like it might be trapped in any way? Yeah, sure. Roll a um uh, investigation check. Investigation. Okay, that is a seventeen. Seventeen. Um, you 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 look you look over the key. It's a heavy key. Um, but you also notice that it is basically fused to the man's hand. Okay. Well, this key doesn't look like it's going to move. Um, I'm not sure this is the key we're looking for right now. Well, uh, we'll um, make a note that it's there. Excuse me. A, a, a little help over here. Uh, looking back, you realise that Mortimer is actually still stuck there and doesn't appear to be able to get back up again. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll step back and help out. He sort of grabs you by the shoulder and gently leaves himself out. About to stand. Oh dear, dear, my lumbago, being away from the coast. I don't. Um, I mean, that's uh, that's one of them Medusa, isn't it? Hmm. Heard stories about them. Aren't they supposed to turn things to stone? 
I thought if they look at you, yes. Well, it seems to be looking at our other statue, and we got a key there that's stone. Seems hmm. almost like a clue. That's a possibility. Well, how do we turn it back from stone into whatever it was before? Well, that's going to be someone with a bit more powerful magic than me, I'm afraid. Mortimer okay, walks up to one of the statues and starts looking at the base. Uh, he's looking for sort of drag marks, or if it looks like you'd be able to move or reposition any of the statues. Okay, um, you will, you'll find no drag marks or anything like that. The statues basically exist in this place together. Can I have a look and see if the key moves at all? Uh, yeah, roll another investigation check. Okay. Uh, that's a 14. 14. You can get a little bit of wiggle in the key, but it's pretty well held in place. But you can tell it's separate to his hand. Like, it it was not something that had been carved together. Okay. That makes sense. Well, what is the other statue of? So, so, you, what you've, the- so you've, got, you've got the Medusa, and then you've got just a, a human who's kind of leaning back, looking scared, holding the key. Can I get a mirror out of my makeup, my makeup bag and sure. see if I can hold that in front of the... I try it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So you, you, so which direction is the mirror facing? Is it facing the Medusa? Uh, Medusa, Medusa itself. Okay, so you, you you hold up the mirror and you you that see the, you see the stone on the on the human start to crack, and as you kind of pull it away, the stone kind of fuses back together again. Okay. Do you think there's anything in the room that we could use to block one statue looking at the other? Can we try and turn this Medusa statue? What I can do is I can scoop up this moss here and I'll <laughs> pull it over her head. Uh, can I have a look around the room to see if there's anything that I could use to uh, to block between the two of them? Or, sure. if, if there's I, not, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more idea. than happy to go with the, uh, the moss helmet. <laughs> I don't even have to touch her. <laughs> and I just sort of move my hand and scoop up a load of dirt and moss in the distance and lift it up. Okay. Um, uh, Leo, there, there, there is nothing else in the room. It is The only objects in the room are the eight torches, yourselves, and the two statues. Oh, there's no moss. What are you going to do? That's really sad. Got no moss. Uh, he did just walk down a very mossy corridor. All right, I'll turn around. Oh, he's brought it with him. And I'll scoop up the moss from behind me. <laughs> and I'll move it over using my mold earth cantrip. Oh yeah, and I will pop it on her head. And you, you, you watch as the kind of the moss kind of like just kind of like slowly kind of crosses down over her eyes, and the the statue kind of starts. The statue of the man starts to glow, and he kind of like steps back, steps back. Get away from me! What? What's going on? Who are you? Who are you? I, 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 I'm Benton. I, I, I used to work. I work here. I, wow, it's it's gotten really decrepit down here. Well, well Benton, there's some, how long have I been out? There's some good news and there's some bad news. Uh, the good news is you're not dead. The bad news is <laughs> you might have been down here for quite a lot longer than you think you might have been. Um, oh, oh, how long? What? Well. HR is actually 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 Mossy, throw, roll me a history check because as part as part of your skills, you're probably going to be able to work out how long that moss has been there for. Ooh. History. <laughs> okay. 
like the closest thing we could th- I could think of for that. Uh, that or nature. Oh, is that a one or a twenty? That's a twenty. That's all right. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So you know precisely this moss has been growing for five years, three days, and 40, 44 minutes. Oh well, I'm afraid HR has sent us, and they've said that you've been absent from your post for over five years, and I'm afraid yes. they're going to have to let you go. Can you please return all business property to us? Uh, it's, I, I, I need to speak to Sidro, and you uh, just kind of like hands at the keys. Is this what you want? Just yes, take it. thank you very much. Uh, just kind of, back down this way, first left. And he, um, he kind of like just uh, kind of holds his head as he's kind of like, oh, kind of like, it's almost like he's he's had the worst hangover in existence, cumulatively, put on top of his head. And he kind of walks in. You hear just this very sad thunk, thunk, thunk as he climbs the ladder. And then from the distance, who the fuck are you? From people upstairs. <laughs> And a little bit of a scuffle on top. So Benton is not having a good morning. Poor Benton. But, but we've got Poor a key. Benton. You have a key. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would all advise you as well to move away from the uh, Medusa because the moss is starting to slide off the face. And if you're caught by its sight, you know what happens. Yeah, I'm going to step behind the statue if that's okay. Yeah, so I'm going to move you all mm, over same. here out of its sight. Um, Mossy, you're just going to sit through a wall because Roll 20's crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's in the moss. So one with the moss. I'll lean against the wall. <laughs> and, and just drip down it a bit. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so you, you have a key now. How big is the key? Are we talking like... Uh, about a six-inch long kind of grand door key that you would expect at like a cathedral. Nice. Mm. Okay, well, that's, uh, so, that's one of the four things done. Yeah. Can I investigate it with, with my arcana or something? Yeah, you do an arcana check, by all means. What is that? What's an arcana uh, check? Magic, magic check. Magic. Sort of. Did you do one of them? Can I do one of them? Was that uh, anyone can do one of them. It, it's all, all dependent on your skill as to whether you can actually tell anything. Well, 16. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I've got that. You have. 16, did you get? I did. Uh, 16, so you, you, you hold the key in your hand, you kind of look it over and... It's it, it's got a reasonably strong magic energy coming from it. And as you kind of turn in the general vicinity of the door at the end of the room, you just hear a click from the lock and it kind of opens slightly. So it's like, that's your magic key. I can understand why there you want this one. <laughs> well, it might be handy down here, so definitely hold on to it until we get out of here. <laughs> Excellent. So, Can I put the key in my handbag, please? Uh, yes, who wants to carry it? Yes, can I carry it, please? I don't trust these people with the key. Especially Mossy. He's going to get covered in moss. Well, I pass you a rather damp key. As, as, <laughs> as, as, as my skin does just sort of drip. <laughs> I'll dab it off on my front and put it in my handbag. Excellent. So uh, as the door opens, you get a view in of the next room ahead of you, which is a small warehouse room. And... As you move through, you move down like a, a small set of stairs, um, and you, yeah, you you find basically it's got uh, twelve cases in it, uh, stocked with random bric-a-brac. You can't really see what's in there; they're all in boxes. Crates line the floor, uh, crates line the side of it, and there's a few lanterns keeping it lit, but there's not really much light in here. Um, I I'm sure 
This is off the record. I'm sure I can do something where I can make a fire. Can I make a fire? Uh, I don't know. What, what spells have we given yeah, yourself? What cantrips do you have? I don't fire know. Belt. How do I find that out? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, so yes, yeah, so the last the last thing you asked, uh, Nat, was um, if you had uh, anything to let on some light. Okay, so we've uh, we've we made decide? we've made another decision on that. Um, we're going to okay. make um, someone go. Someone's going to go back. Yeah, I'd like to uh, go back into the other room and see if I can take one of those torches off the wall. Yeah, sure. So uh, you walk back into the previous room. Um, you look at the torches on the wall. Uh, they are fixed sconces there. So if you want to roll me a strength check and see if you can break oh, one. Oh well, off. that um. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna come unstuck there. I'm not the uh, not the strongest. <laughs> well, Mossy, go do your go do your bit. You're a big lad. You got a minus two on strength. I rolled. Oh. <laughs> uh, I rolled a six, so that's a four. Okay, so you 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 you, you grip onto the um, sconce and you pull at it, and nothing comes. And you kind of put your second hand on. And you kind of pull even harder and realize you're lifting yourself off the ground. <laughs> You'd kind of drop a little bit dejected. Come on, then. I'll, I'll give you an hand, and I'll grab hold of your waist while you're holding it and pull down. While watching him do this, without a single word and quite quietly, Mortimer just takes his pack off his back, takes out a torch, takes out a tinderbox, and just lights it. Stands <laughs> behind them, watching this just comedy show going on. Well, Mossy, do you want to give me a strength check with advantage? Because you've also you've also you've also got the the weight of Leo with you. No. Uh, seven and nine. So nine was my strongest one. (laughs) 
Okay, so the two the two of you are a comedy of errors trying to get this sconce off the wall. You've got you've got Leo kind of hanging there. You've got Mossy kind of grabbed onto his waist, just kind of like pulling and pulling and pulling. And these torches, they're not moving. The flame isn't even flickering. Well, and, uh, we're as, gonna, as, 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 I could see in the dark. Let's go back and see if they've oh, got any we're, of the we're gonna have to, Have you yeah, got dark vision anyway? We're, we're, <laughs> we'll need to uh, sort something. Oh, where'd you get that one from? I brought this with me. Did you not think to bring torches? Uh, no? Nobody. Okay, never mind. Anyway, here we go. Hands you a torch. Oh, I do have a torch. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got a very trusty crowbar. Is it covered in moss? Uh, no, I, I keep that one a bit cleaner. I don't want to leave my <laughs> my rope on the other end. That's that's getting a bit damp. That's a bit ropey. Do I give everyone psychic damage after that one? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so as 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 we described before, you you you're you're in a room full of um um racks and boxes. Uh, it's, it it's an all-purpose kind of storage room. It doesn't appear to be anything that's worth kind of displaying, but it seems to be a place where things that are either required e- easy access is there. I uh, reach into my pockets and pull out of, as I have some damp moss, and I just sort of rub it into my eyes, and I sort of stand there for a few minutes, just contemplating, and I ritually cast Detect Magic. Ooh, very nice. Uh, You um, don't detect any magic at all in here. Well, we can't detect any magic. Uh, Maybe not from the whole room. I'll have a walk around and have a look. Before you walk around, it might be an idea to check that there's not any traps or anything that could trip you over. Uh, can I check that. for that, please? Why, yes. of course you can. So give me an investigation check. Investigation. That's a 22. 22? Ooh. You do detect a trap. And you detect a tripwire in the very center of the room. Okay, well, I'm going to let everybody so between, know. Between, between, between two cases, there is just a single trap there. Can I throw my shoe at the, at the trap, please? I don't recommend setting off a trap. Generally, <laughs> bad things happen when you do that. Perhaps we just leave this one alone. We, we can walk round, at least, around the side. Yeah, there are, the, 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 there are paths around the side. You can't walk around. Oh, so it's th- not like it's going to go... And then I can. Stand no, no, no! It's, it's, it. it's, it's just between the center ones. It's, it's, think of it oh, as like the. Right, think of it as like the first line trap, just to can, stop any okay. kind of raiders. Can you see okay. what what sort of trap do you think it is? Uh, sure. Can I step up closer and investigate with? Uh, well, have a closer yep. look at it. Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it to you with that really high investigation check anyway. Um, as you kind of peer down to it, you can see it is a, a tripwire, and there is a crossbow. At head height, in the uh, in one of the shelves. Okay. Well, does anybody have use for a crossbow? I probably could, because I don't. I'm not very strong, and I can't do an awful lot. So I will have that crossbow. Okay. Is there a How way of getting is it, it down? To disarm the trap. Yeah. Um. Give it a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. A sixteen. Sixteen. You just kind of reach over, and you just kind of. Remove the um the the cable that leads down to the tripwire, 
and you pull the bolt out of it and then you just fire the trigger so it untensions and you pull it out of the bootcase. So yes, um, Scarlet now has a crossbow with one bolt. And you, you, yes, <laughs> no, you, we'll, we'll, we'll say in the in the interim kind of investigation, you find um, also kind of like eight other bolts. So she has nine bolts. Nine bolts with my crossbow. I'm going to write that down. Yes, you should. That's some good shit. It's very. I good also for, I also forgot to write down how much money I pocket out out of um, that deed's hand earlier. Uh, you, you, you 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 got you got a gold ring worth four gold, and he gave you a gold piece to go away. Okay. As a, so five. As a side note, you'll be better at hitting with the crossbow, but your cantrips will do more damage. Ooh, good shout! Thank you very much. Does anybody else want to investigate in here? Anyone want to look for anything else around? Mortimer no. starts. Are we able to get in any of the? Sorry, you go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Mortimer starts carefully ruffling through the shelves, keeping an eye out for anything that looks booby trapped, but trying to get an idea for what's been stored in here. Uh, so yeah, roll a investigation. That is a sixteen. Sixteen. So you you find you find there's a mix of things here. So there are some things of of kind of just generic papers. Some of them are kind of deeds to property. Some of them are um, receipts for things. Some of them are... It, one of the cases basically just general, your junk receipt drawer kind of thing. Uh, you move over to the next one and you find you find some smattering of kind of gold pieces, a couple of bits of kind of rolled up artwork, nothing that you think is particularly valuable. Um, in the third one, you find a collection of diaries of various nobility over the years in uh, from the entire of kind of Welbeck. Uh, some rather scandalous stuff, some stuff that may go... Ooh. Um, and you also find a small lockbox with a handful of jewels in it. Do any of those jewels happen to look anything like a ring that we might be looking for? No, they're pure jewels. They're not jewel. Ah, cool. So they're like gemstones. Mortimer waves it in front of his um, group. Well, found some stuff that's valuable. We'll keep hold of it. Notice that I told you whenever I find things. I'm a professional. Don't keep things to myself. Most nah. appreciated. Doesn't look like there's anything else of value here. I suggest we start moving on, unless any of you found anything. Does anyone else want to investigate? Um, I'm yeah, going to well, look... Oh, sorry, you go first. No, what I was going to say, is there anything else? If if you've already looked through all of the shelves and you've not really noticed anything, is uh, is this just really, you know, set up as a, a trap to stop people from casually walking through from one place to the other? Seems like a storage room. Nothing much of value in here. Some paperwork, a few bits and pieces, but nothing like what we're looking for. Well, we don't want to hang around too long. And as you said, you've had a nice look through. Should we uh, keep on moseying down to the next room? Yep, let's press on. Could I have a very, very, very quick look at the scandalous papers? (laughs) I'm all over a scandal. So I would like to have a look and see if there's anything of value that I could know for the future that might help. Okay, so uh, roll me an investigation. I got a 19. 19. So you, you look through, and most of it is just kind of annoying little chitter-chatter, just this person sleeping with this person, this person had an affair. I here, love that. Secret I love families, that. that kind of thing. But you do find one of particular interest, which is where you find that the current prince regent of the neighbouring country, Morin, has be, has apparently been caught having an affair with King Roland of Welbeck's <gasps> daughter. And it's, it could be the precursor to war because King Roland is a very jealous man and does not like his daughter being philandered with. Well, nobody likes being philandered with, darling. 
So yes, mm. you can keep keep that in your back pocket for later. I will. That's going straight in my handbag. Thank you very much. Excellent. So as you all move out of the room, you come to a T junction through a corridor, and at the very kind of end of the T junction, as basically as you walk down the corridor, uh, closer and closer becomes this rather large painting of Sidro Goodson, a rather handsome human man with a with a red sash and a white tunic on a kind of one hand inside the buttons, looking as smug as humanly possible. And you've all heard stories of Sidro Goodson. He's he's rather famous across the entire country. You know that he he keeps a, a collection. The man can't keep it in his pants. That he is just a kind of he's a very generous man. But he's a very greedy man at the same time. And for all that the for he's outwardly kind of charitable and lovely and loving of the ladies and the men. Um, he everyone in the in the nation kind of always suspects there is a slight dark side to him. But he is rather famous. So you now have a choice of left or right. Uh, can I look down each of them and see if I can spot anything from stood at the T junction? So if you are st- if you stand at the T junction and you look down either way, you see uh, on the left path a corner, and on the right path a corner. Hmm. Anybody have any particular strong feeling as to which direction we head in? Well. Uh... I take out a, a little silver coin. Uh, why don't we uh, task for it? Anyone got any uh, complaints with that? Fine by me. All right. What did you What did you say was down either end of the T junction? Just an Just an end. Just 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 as you're standing in the T junction, you look down. You can just see a corner at either end. All right then. Heads left, tails right. Here we go. Uh, heads. That's left. Heads. Left. Okay. So as you ha- as you head left, you can you can he- you can hear the sound of movement. Okay. Well, there's definitely something moving down there. Uh, right. Are we far enough to the corner yet that we can see round the corner? So um, yes, I will say um, Scarlet, roll me a perception check because you're you're leading the pack. Okay. Oh Christ! How did I end up doing that? Just just by um, the order of you walking down the corridor. Oh dear, it's not very good. It's eleven. Eleven. So you can definitely hear something and kind of hear some little mumbled voices that don't particularly sound human. Do I know? I speak a few languages. Do I know what they're saying? Um, also, I'll, I'll give you a bit more. If, because you're kind of at the corner and you peer around, it's it's a little bit dark. But you can kind of just see a little bit. And you start to see like kind of the room is kind of trashed. It's wrecked. Uh, can you hear what they're saying? You can kind of hear, ah, I can't need it there. Give me that, give me that, give me that. Ah, fuck you, go away. That kind of thing. It's multiple voices as well. Yeah. Uh, can we pick out what language it is? I speak goblin. Then you can hear exactly what they're okay, saying. Okay, can I listen in? Yeah. Uh, you would need to get a little bit closer. Okay. But So roll me a stealth check. Ooh, stealth. That is a 17. 17, okay. So, with your stealth check, you will move forward and kind of hide behind some tattered boxes, and you will see that there is a enormous kind of, from probably from uh, Minerva's attack, enormous gash cut out of the wall, and there are five goblins that are kind of wandering around, kind of tracing and trying to see what stuff they can find and they can loot and pillage. Um, it, you don't even need to roll investigation or perception here. You can see that there is nothing of value left here. This has been thoroughly pillaged over the last week. You can feel the cold air coming in from outside. 
Um, but the, the goblins are kind of rooting around, and you know, anytime someone thinks they've found something, one another one goes over and kind of whacks him over the head to try and see what it is, see if it's better for himself and that. Um, they're not seeing anything of any particular consequence, just that they're just looting and looking for stuff. Okay, can I relay this to the rest of the group without making any noise or with that with, with that stealth roll? I'll say yeah. You okay, can. so you, 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 you give them some fancy elven yeah. sign language. So what's the plan? Are we going to take these guys out or are we just going to leave them be? I'm just going to say that I'm not going to do very much. I'm just going to sit back and let all you guys take over. We think you've (laughs) got to earn your keep, Missy. My keep is that you guys do all the legwork and I'll do the the talking. So While this room has been looted thoroughly, it could well be that the contents of this room are in the pockets of those guys and that could be something... Do, do, now you're talking my language. Do we? That sounds good. <laughs> is there another exit at the other end of the room? Or is it just the um, hole? It's a, it basically the hole that leads back outside. So we don't really need to go and get involved in that. But they do have stuff in their pockets, so... But you don't know that they have stuff in their pockets. They might have stuff in their pockets. Might. Not very good looking, the goblins, aren't they? Yeah, well, as much as I don't like fighting, we were sent down here with the express purpose of picking up some things that could well be in possession of these uh, these five guys. What do you think? Who fancies a fight? Well, we've come here. We might as well uh, flex our muscles, or some of us can. Mortimer? I don't fancy a fight, but I've been paid to do a job. These guys are in the way, well... Maybe they need to be gotten out of the way. Okay, then. I'll, jo- I'll join in, but only under the condition that we think that there's stuff in their pockets. So there better be stuff in their pockets. So I'll join in. Okay, so at this point, they haven't noticed you. So if anyone has any stealth abilities, now would be the time to try and use them. What might they be? So, um... So rogues have uh, certain abilities. You can get stealth attacks, that kind of thing. So yeah. if anyone has any abilities like I get, that, I get sneak attack once per turn. You could try and use sneak attack if you want. Okay. Well, if everybody's with me and you're all okay with me doing it, I'm going to do sneak attack on the closest one to me, which is would... uh, I think I just literally get to roll two d six. You've got a roll to hit though. Oh, okay. Is there is there any use in me? I've got poison spray. Is there any use in me poisoning them first? I you just a, 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 as general advice. These are so low level. I wouldn't waste a spell slot on poison spray. Is a cantrip. I didn't know that oh, spell slot was a thing. So okay, well, if it's a cantrip, then yeah, you can use it if you want. But uh, yes, it's one of them. Oh, okay. So I think what is the range on poison spray? Fifteen feet. Ten feet. Oh, ten feet. Ten feet. So you'll need to get much closer to them. Oh, no, fuck that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you would need to be around here. Okay, in that case, uh, I have bow with me. I'm going to try and do a sneak attack on the one closest to me. Um, do I have to roll So to that hit? would probably be this one. Yes, you'll have to roll to hit. Uh, that's an 11. An 11? Oh, shit, what is there, AC? I don't think it's that low. Uh, no, that doesn't hit. Bugger. So you, so you stand up, you pull your... You, the string back, you let the arrow go, and it twangs into into a crate next to the goblin. He says, ah, ah, humans! Humans, get them! Get them! And everyone roll for initiative. So, uh, 
Scarlet, if you roll a d20 and we'll work out your position in the turn order. I rolled 19, but what am I looking for? Initiative. Initiative, yeah. You, you will get a bonus to initiative as well. Oh, I get a bonus on initiative. initiative. I can't find initiative. Where's initiative? Oh, plus three. 22. 17 plus 2 is 19. Okay. And I got 17. Mortimer's Lombago is playing up, so um, he's probably going to be going last. He got a 4. Poor Mortimer. Okay, so so who got 22? Sorry, was that Leo? Me. All right. My funky-ass dice. Look at these. Pretty. So pretty. I'm so addicted to these dice already. Yeah, it's a sickness. <laughs> it really uh, is. So why are we doing initiative? What does that? So, so tell this, us? this is this is to work out the turn order. Uh, oh. What did you get, Mossy? Oh. Uh, Mossy got seventeen. Okay. Okay. So the turn order is going to be uh, Scarlet, Leo, Mossy, the five goblins, and then Morty. So. Um, start off, Scarlet. You are leading off the charge now. You're gonna have to help me because I have no idea what right. I'm doing. Okay, so when you look at your character sheet, yes, um, you have a uh, walking speed that dictates how far you can move in a turn. Thirty so feet. Yours is thirty feet. Yep. Each square, each square on roll twenty is five feet. Okay. So if you so if you wanted to go up and say attack a goblin hand to hand, five. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You could walk straight up to him. My hand to hand's um, a bit shit because I'm not very strong. Okay, so if you want... If, so you're a sorceress, so you can use magic instead. Okay. So you would still need to get closer to them. Most okay. of your spells, um, I believe, are have a short... Well, for instance, you could stay where you are and cast Firebolt. That's a cantrip, okay. 120 foot. Okay. Um, and f- and the, to do attacks, you roll the d20... Um, you also have a little bonus on there um, and then if you hit then you roll for damage using whatever dice it tells you to so in, for example in Firebolt it's a d10 okay so um, yeah but you can so each each turn you can basically move and have an action action can be an attack it can be to disengage from combat it can be to just do something in the world like if you want to like look and see if you can find a weakness on an enemy that would be an investigation check which would be an action Anything like that. Okay. I'm going to have to consult my team of idiots to do that. So <laughs> what does everybody think I should do? Well, it depends if you want to lean into your magic, then you can throw a firebolt, or if you want to use your fancy new crossbow, and that depends if you can. I don't know if you have proficiency in that. She can use it, I don't want to break my nails with the crossbow. So no, wouldn't that's not it. on the table. I'm going to use Firebolt because I can stand as far back as possible. Sounds good. Keep my dress okay. nice and clean, so I'm going to use Firebolt. Okay, so roll your d20 and add 2 to it because you get a, a plus 2 bonus on it. But 17, so add 2 19. 17 plus 2 is 19, so that does hit. That beats their armor class. So okay. then if you roll a d10, that will tell us the damage. And Which also shape to tell dice me. is that one? Um, that is, it's like a... Ten sided dice. <laughs> it's a ten-sided dice. It's kind of, it's kind of like a two the same. Oh, I got, I got it. It looks got like it. a dreidel. I got it. Yeah. So, which, which, which out of the five goblins are you attacking, incidentally? Um, the one that's 
furthest away from me. One's furthest away from you. Okay, so yeah. that's the one closest to the exit. Yeah, okay, so, I'm going to have him. Okay, what what damage did you do? Um, a one. Oh, plus, one. Plus five, or three. I did three. You, you, well, you did three overall, did you? Yes, three overall. Sorry. Um, no, you just hit a one. You don't get a bonus on the damage on your fire. Oh, what? Okay, I just okay, hit a one. So, yeah, so, you, so you just did a one. So the, the 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 one at the back, he's kind of he's turning around, and the the, other, the others are kind of pre- prepping to charge. And just as he turns around, this kind of this little streak of fire flies over the top of his compatriots and whacks them straight between the eyes. It doesn't kill him. He's like, ah, what the? And he's kind of like, kind of taps at his forehead, to, trying to put the fire out. Good. That is and, good. Uh, next up will be Leo. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to fire my short bow um, again at the one I tried to hit last time. Yeah. So I don't need to move from where I am. No, you can stay where you are. You got the range on that. Uh, that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Um, I don't think that 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 doesn't hit. They're wearing leather armor, uh-huh. so uh, you you. Again, just the same crate next to him, just another arrow pings into it. Uh, Can I take my sneak attack now, then, please? No. Can you take sneak Sneak attack? No, he's he's very very aware of you. If there's one of us next to it, you can add it on to. Right, okay. Uh, Uh, I can't do anything now, then, can I? You can still move um, if you want to move anywhere. I think if you want to get into. I'm going to stay where I am because I'm far enough away that I'm hopefully not going to get hurt. He said. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mossy, you're up. All right. I'll uh, move uh, into the room uh, just past my lady. And uh, I will twiddle my fingers a bit and the moisture from my hand starts coalescing into sort of frosty sparkles. And I'm going to throw this snowy dust at the closest one and it's going to have to take a constitution save oh, oh dear oh dear what are you casting on them? frostbite <laughs> frostbite oh lovely what's his what's his con? Uh, it's a dc th- oh it's a 13 z- oh and he gets no bonus to that uh, and he gets a 9 oh so he takes let's see uh, oh I'm just gonna, you know, I have no idea what's going on. One point of what cold just damage. <laughs> takes one point of cold damage. But okay. he has disadvantage on his next weapon attack. Right, okay. Good work. Okay, so uh, uh, just just to ex- explain Scarlet, um, Con is constitution. You. So the, the, the spell that Mossy just cast um, is, a, is, a, is a chill touch spell. Basically, cast people in ice. If you, when you have to do a Constitution saving throw, um, that is basically a rule to see how much of it you can resist. Oh. So, the the best analogy to give it for, if your character is drinking, you would use a Constitution rule to see how drunk you are, how hungover you get. It's basically how good you are at surviving the spell. Oh, okay. So some spells so, they have to resist; others you have to throw at them. Yeah. Right, got you. So ones they have to resist will hit them regardless, but it's whether it does damage or not. So ah, so uh, does that say at the end? Where does it say whether that's a it, whether uh, that's on, a thing? on the line of the spell? Uh, you've got yes. name, uh, time, range, and then it says hit or DC. So if it's a right. to hit, it'll have like plus two, or mine yes. says con thirteen. 
So like, oh. like, like, so if you look on your spells, you've got Charm Person. That will always hit regardless, but um, you, the person you're attacking can throw a Wisdom save. If they get under 12, you charm them. If they get above 12, oh. they, they aren't charmed. Got you. Okay, thank you. That makes a lot okay. more sense. So, uh, so yeah, so Mossy Mos- hit him for one damage. <laughs> uh, anything else for your turn? You have some movement left, I think. Uh, no, I'm going to stay there close enough to uh, have to heal these uh, life if they get into too much shenanigans. Oh, shenanigans are abound, my friend. Shenanigans are abound. Right, okay, well, now it is the five goblins' turn, and, they, and we're going to start with the... One that Leo has managed to successfully not hit completely. <laughs> and he is going to move up next to Leo, and uh, he is going to take a swing at but you. he has disadvantage. With his, with his scimitar, but he is at disadvantage. So, um, what is that to hit? Okay, so roll once, that's a 17, but then roll again. And he got an 8 plus 4, so 12. Not going to make it, I'm afraid. I could beat 13. No, you're... Oh, so he kind of he runs up and he kind of swings at you, and it just you just kind of like elegantly just step back a very little bit and just past your face, and he kind of at you, um, and that will be the end of his turn. So then we move on to the goblin that was next to him. He's going to have five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, and he's going to take a swipe at Mossy. And this one is not disadvantaged, and he's going to do a scimitar attack for a natural twenty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is that is a hit <laughs> that is a hit yeah and that is uh, 1d6 plus 2 slashing damage can I do a sneak attack on that guy now he stood next to you then In th- on your go okay. yeah yeah. Uh, but, but yeah because you're critical it's 2d6 plus the modifier oh, yes just um and that is... 13. Ouch. So he just runs straight <laughs> up to you and just stabs you in the chest. Ooh! Oh, God, <laughs> blow me, governor. He's oh. <laughs> kind of teeth chattering. <laughs> Stupid humans, or whatever the hell you are. Um, and then next we have... Uh, the... Third to the back one. And how many did I put in there? Five. Five. Six. Seven. <laughs> I was going to say the six there. It was only one. You only said one. You said one. I think you had two, okay. one on top of the other. Yeah, that'll explain it. Okay, there were five, so we've deleted one of them. <laughs> Yay! Magic. <laughs> yeah, magic. Okay, so magic. there's another one, another one going to come to Leo because he can't run up any further to um, get towards Mossy. And he is going to roll to attack. Uh, and he gets a nine, so that's going to miss. Phew. And then we'll go. go Very quick them. question again. What tells yes. you if they miss or they hit? So that is your armor class. Oh. So it, you have to roll above the armor class. Uh, right, okay. You've got quite a high armor class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's just setting you all over, really, isn't it? So this, the one that's furthest away, so this is the one that... Um, that Scarlet hit with the um, with the firebolt um, is going to pull out his short bow and aim at Scarlet. That bastard. I know, right? He's such a dick. 
such a dick. Uh, and he scores a 11. So that's going to miss. So you're just, you're, you're just st- stood there lighting another cigarette and thwing, straight into the wall next to you. And you don't even bother with it. You don't care. Just here. Yeah. And then the final goblin is going to take a... In fact, he's going to run up here. 10, 15, 20, 25. So that uses all of his movement, and that's that's his go completely because he's only got space. He's not going to play a short but He's just brandishing his scimitar and trying to look threatening. Uh, and Mortimer, it is now your turn for the professional. So Mortimer will <laughs> move into the doorway where he can see past everybody, um, and he's going to draw out his rapier. Um, yes. He's going to look at the one that already looks a little bit sort of chilled, frosted, um, has a nice rhyme and a frost on him from where Mossy hit him. Um, he's going to yep, that one. gesture at him with his rapier, look at him with sort of a slight look of distaste and go, good lord, even for a goblin you're ugly. And cast Vicious... Say that to my face. I think he just did. Uh, and cast Vicious Mockery. Um, that is a Ooh. DC 14 wisdom... Uh, is it wisdom save? Yeah, wisdom save. Wisdom... Oh, look at that. He's got a minus one on his wisdom. <laughs> Someone's looked at what goblins are. Uh, <laughs> and he got a natural one. Ooh. Oh. So he got a minus one. <laughs> he takes four points of psychic damage and he has disadvantage on his next attack. Ooh, ooh. ooh you bastard. Um, okay. Right. Okay, so the uh, the, the vicious mockery hits him. He's kind of... Ah, not nice. And he... Uh, uh, he's very annoyed. Scarlet, it's now your turn. You're back on the top of the order. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm just looking at what I've got to play with, really. Um, I've got a, a poison bit. spray, but I've got I've got to get way too close to them. Well, you're, so, um, I mean, you are you are in range of the one that um, nearly killed Mossy. Ooh, okay. So you can use poison spray on him. But you've got a con of 12, so that means... So It's a save. So it's... So that's a save one. So if you want to use poison spray, so you hold up your hand and just this kind of green miasma kind of leaves your fingertips and kind of fires towards uh, this goblin and he mm. needs to roll... He's got... Oh, he's got... Uh, nothing on his con. So was it a 12, is it? 12. 12. Uh, he got his 6. So uh, how much damage does that do? D12. One D12. Okay, so roll me a d12, which is the kind of that one, which doesn't help over a webcam. It's the one with twelve sizes. Right, that's an eight. One, two, right, I got a twelve. Right, okay, yeah. off I go. So roll the d12. I got an eight. An eight. So your so the poison that you emit just courses into his nose all the way into his brain and you just you see his skin start to fester and rot and he kind of he tries to scream but the sound doesn't come out because his lungs are being destroyed as he dies and he just kind of collapses to the ground in a bit of a wet mess I'll mm. tap my uh, cigarette out on him <laughs> I would hardly call you a lady with smells like that coming out of you <laughs> so it's my cigarette though and it's not only <laughs> Do you want to move or are you happy where you are? I'm happy at the back, darling. Just leave me there. Okay, Leo, you're up. Can we hit something this time? Yeah, I'm going to try and hit the one that I failed to hit repeatedly. 
Um, <laughs> should it be this one here? Yeah, given, given that he's right next to me, I'm going to use my. Uh, Actually, no, no, sorry, it's this one. I need it. I should have different pictures. Uh, I'm going to use my rapier. Is your rapier? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's a 23. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits that. Oh. One. I definitely hit. So roll, roll me some of that sweet, sweet damage. Five damage, please. Five damage. Excellent. So you. Um, Pull, pull your rapier out and you just what do you do are you stabbing him are you slashing him how, oh, how are you attacking stab. him it's going to be You're, a pokey pokey jab oh a pokey pokey <laughs> jab you stab him just straight in the gut and you there's a little spurt of blood comes out like you feel like you've hit something important there but he doesn't go down and he's kind of like he's holding onto the blade and he's in pain he's like, oh, regret that and he's kind of he's not well at all he is very very hurt Okay, um, is it worth me dashing away, or shall I just stay put? Because I'm kind of surrounded at the moment, and I'm quite squishy. Well, if you run if you, away... Uh, if, 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 you mo- if you moved across the two that are next to them, they would get attacks of opportunity as you run Okay, Unless, case... as a rogue, you use your bonus action to disengage. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your, well, you can do that. Your cunning I will, action. Dis- I will disengage, please. Well, And where, would you, where are you moving to? Uh, the top left corner of the map as we're looking at it. Thank you. Right, okay, so you, you move here just across from Mossy. Mossy's looking a bit unwell uh, as it is now his turn. Ooh, that did smart. Mm. Not happy with that. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and chill them again. I sort of throw this icy dust uh, ooh, any of them looking particularly weaker than others? Yeah, this is the, the one that uh, Leo just stabbed. As um, okay. he is incredibly injured right now. The one that's been needled nicely with a rapier. I'm gonna give it a bit of frostbite. And that is a Constitution saving again, yeah. That is of thirteen. Thirteen. And he gets an eleven. Hey. So the the ice crawls along the ground faster and faster and faster and it just reaches right up to him and just it just the frost gets him and he just he can't breathe anymore like it doesn't quite reach his face but it kind of closes over his throat and he just falls back and the dust shatters around him and he falls to the ground dead that's more like it <laughs> well done Mossy good work Mossy so we have three of them left and it is now their turn unless Mossy needs to move anywhere uh, well, as much as I'd like to move and let them poke up my lady here, she'd complain too much, so I'll stay here. Excellent. So the uh, next goblin remaining is going to move towards Mortimer, and he's going to take a swipe with his scimitar. Uh, and that is two hits, plus four. Uh, that is 23. Yeah, that hits. Is that the one that had the Oh shit, no, that's the one in disadvantage, yeah. yeah. Fucked. Okay, two seconds. Um, and he got a 16 the second time. Still hits. Oh. Still hits. Nice try. <laughs> that's one D6 plus two. So he comes up to you and he swipes left it across your chest and he does five damage to you. And you just, you just, it's a wide sweeping strike. It doesn't hit you particularly hard, but it does catch across the, across your chest. Um, and then the next one is the one with the bow. He's going to move a little further forward, but he's going to take a shot at Leo this time Ooh. with his longbow. 
So he's just seen the amount of damage you've done to his compatriots and he's not happy about it and he doesn't want it to happen to him. So that is a uh, short bow rather, not long bow. Um, and that is a 10. So that doesn't hit you at all, does it? No, 13 to beat. <laughs> so again, as, as, you're, as you're kind of like in the corner, you're kind of catching your breath and, and like an arrow just kind of flicks past your ear and bounces off the wall. Um, that's the end of his turn. Then we have one remaining, so um, he's going to come up and he's going to move next to Mossy and he's going to take another another go at him with his scimitar. Um, and he gets an 11. Arr! I swish out of the way. <laughs> like like all moss does. Like all moss and water. <laughs> <laughs> he swipes and he kind of growls at you and it's now Mortimer's turn. Mortimer looks at the one who just stabbed him, frowns at him and goes, My word, I've met kobolds that stabbed harder than that, and yet again cast Vicious Mockery. Another wisdom save. DC 14. 14, he gets a 7. And he does 3 points of damage. 3 nice. points of damage. And again, disadvantage. And disadvantage. Excellent. Uh, back to the top of the turn order, Scarlet. So I've during all that has a little look at a plan um, I've got a suggestion okay so it says that I can use it within 30 feet right which I am within yes so I'm going to suggest because it says on here that you can influence a creature you can see within range hear and understand you oh I don't no I don't speak I don't speak I don't speak well what are we battling? Goblins. I don't speak goblins. Yeah, well, go- gobl- goblins do speak common, so they'll oh, be able to understand okay. So it says here, I can ask the creature to stab itself, throw itself onto a spear, or do some obviously harmful acts to end the spell. So could I get it to stab the other one? I, I like it. Sure. Uh, what is it? <laughs> wisdom saving. That. Wisdom saving throw. And they, have, and they have very low wisdom, I understand. Is they that have right? minus one to their wisdom. Fantastic. Let's go for it. Um, and he gets a five, so that's a four. So, what in character, suggest to this goblin what he is to do. Your goblin friend has shagged your wife. So, we can do better. How dare he! Uh, sorry, out of the two of them, which one did you suggest? The one next to Mossy or the one next to Mortimer? Well, I'm... <laughs> As much as I'm a bit of a bitch, I quite like Mossy, so I'm going to say the one next to Mossy, the one that's closest to Mossy, I want him to die first. Right, okay, so you, but you don't, suggest... don't let Mossy know that. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's roll that, and that is uh, 16, that hits. <laughs> uh, and what is the damage to do on that again? That is 1d6 plus 2... Actually, actually, no. He's, he's disadvantaged on that, though, isn't he? Yes. That's the one that that's the one that was uh, vicious mockery. So it might not come out. No, it still hits. <laughs> it's still, still hits. Got a f- Fifteen on the second one. Uh, so that is one d six plus two. He got, <laughs> he got a six. So he just so he just kind of turns it. What did you do? And he stabs him straight in the side of the head, and he just drops dead. Fantastic. Here is done. (laughs) 
Got it. That's creative. I like it. Uh, Leo, you're up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can I now do my sneak attack on the one that stood in front of Mortimer? Yes. Okay. So I've got to roll to hit first of all, haven't I? Yes. That is a uh, 19. That hits. Okay. So 2d6. It's 2d6 uh, plus your normal damage as well. Oh, so okay. A bonus. 2d6 plus my normal damage from the short bow. Yeah. Um, so that's 6 plus 5 for 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. So you, um, you, 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 you fire your arrow, and you're not really sure how the physics of this work, but as soon as that arrow just pierces into the chest of this, um, this goblin, it kind of explodes backwards, as if it's been <laughs> hit by a bomb. Uh, because you've massively overkilled it, <laughs> and just he's he's immediately obliterated with the thought, w- without any thought or any consequence. Fantastic. Uh, the remaining goblin kind of like stands there and just realizes that this kind of this singular turn has wiped out pretty much most of his compatriots. He runs away. Uh, can I try and shoot him before he runs away? Because I still have my regular attack left, and he's in yeah. range. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can try. Okay. So I've got to roll to hit first of all, haven't I? Yes. A ten. No, that doesn't hit. Yeah. So, the, so the, the the arrow kind of clatters off 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 the ground as he kind of runs out of the cave door, and uh, you are left in in a room where there's a bit of blood and a bit of detritus now, but you've successfully dispatched all of them and you are out of initiative now. Wee, well done, everybody. Fantastic. Well done, everyone. That was all me. Uh, Mossy, are you okay? Can we uh, can we help you out at all there? Um. Well. It depends. I can sort myself out. Are, are we? Oh, I wouldn't mind having a sit down for a bit. Okay. Was, well, uh, while Mossy has a sit down, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start looking on the bodies of the uh, goblins we just killed. Okay. If you want to expel any hit die, you can count this as a short rest while we're kind of investigating this room. I'm going to offer Mossy a cigarette. Be a nice person. Okay, uh, uh, do you want to roll an investigation check there, Leo? Sure thing, investigation. I will help Leo with his investigation. A 10. Okay, uh, do, you, do you roll anything to help? I haven't used help actually. Oh, he has before. advantage, so he can roll again. Oh, yeah, oh, roll thank again. Thank you. 13. 13. Uh, as you kind of, kind of wander around, you're kind of like looking through what's left of the goblins that, that you've killed and some of the boxes. Uh, you find a handful of kind of um, bits of. Not very, not very expensive jewelry, but it's still jewelry. It's still gold that can be sold. Uh, a couple of non-magical rings, some earrings, a um, few gold coins, and a few silver and copper coins. It seems that your original thought was right that this place has been thoroughly um, pillaged. Okay, well, I'm terribly sorry, everybody. I, I made us have a fight for nothing. It seems that they just had uh, a small amount of treasure on them, but nothing worth worthwhile. Any gold is gold. Okay, excellent. So, does anyone want to do anything else in here? Uh, Mortimer's going to start going through the boxes, just checking to make sure that the goblins didn't miss anything. Okay, so roll an investigation check for me. That is an 11. An 11. You find a dagger. It's slightly ornate, but it's just a... It's nothing special about it, it's just a decorated dagger. Eh, Mortimer slips into his belt. I uh, rubbed some poultices on my wounds and sort of expend two hit die to heal myself up. Excellent. Hang on, what did you do there? 
uh, on a short rest, uh, as we're level three, we have three hit die that we can heal ourselves with. Can you heal others with? Not with your hit die. I can heal others with magic, but you can use your, your own hit dice to heal yourself up. Ah, I didn't get hit, so... Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I was nice enough to stand in their way. <laughs> Good man, we'll see. Good man, we'll see. Excellent, excellent. So, you all kind of take maybe half an hour or so, you kind of sort yourselves out, dust yourselves down, bandage up any wounds, um, you've kind of checked over all the boxes, all the crates and all the corpses, and you've kind of found about anything that's worth noting of in here. Um, your options are you can just fuck off and leave, or you can head back down the other pathway. Back down the other way, then, I guess. Well, we've still got at least a few parts of the rod, this ring, and this fancy vase. Mm-hmm. I agree. We have a job to do. We'd best get on with it. Join us next week for part two of the Do Dragons Dream of Scorched Sheep Listener One-Shot Special, where we'll find what lies inside Roe Goodson's chambers. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Scorched Sheep. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash modern escapism, where you can get early access ad-free listening to Do Dragons Dream of Scorched Sheep. We'll see you next week for the thrilling conclusion to this one-shot. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.